Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I am the queen of the two three team, and you are listening to Eyes Up Here on the iHeartRadio Network or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Chad. Chester, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. This is great. I'm lovely, wonderful, amazing. Wow. Very positive today. I was trying to do all my Arnold's, all my Arnold adjectives. Arnold who? Schwarzenegger. Oh, is that what he's doing in his voice? Wonderful. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's great. It's lovely. Oh, that's, really that's really good. My husband is a huge Arnold fan. Nice. A huge. And, and, and you've seen our home gym. Yes. So now it's covered with uh, Illini and Arnold. So everywhere I look, Arnold's staring at me. He's <laughs> judging me as I work out. Do his eyes move while they go across the room? They... Probably. He's, he's he's a little scary. He's a little intimidating. Uh, he used to have a picture of Triple H up there, one of his bodybuilding pictures, but that has been replaced by Arnold. So uh, <laughs> Triple H is out and Arnold is in. Did the Triple H picture bury you every time you walked across the room? He said, didn't we fire you in 2006? <laughs> yes, you did, but I keep coming back. So what's going on in the world of uh, the Chadster? Anything new happening in yeah. the house? Great, uh, great couple of days. Glad to uh, be back. I uh, hope everything's going well in the uh, the castle of the queen. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? It's, I, I, one of the best in history. What did you eat? Did you eat a lot? Uh, I, ate, I, I, I ate what I could. I wore my stretchy pants. <laughs> I have stretchy pants. I usually uh, try to get elastic around the waist so I can enjoy my meal. Had a workout before I went. I've been diligent about my workouts, so uh, I was able to eat what I wanted. But I don't like turkey. I'm one of those people who don't like turkey. Like, 
like the bird turkey. I like lunch meat turkey, but I don't like turkey on Thanksgiving. So I eat stuffing. Okay. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, and corn. That's my that's my meal. Oh, and yams if they're very sweet and have marshmallow on them. I like that, but um, you know, that, that's all I ate. Don't don't like the marshmallow on anything. So oh. they uh, uh they put them on the sweet potatoes and yeah. the yams. I don't I like sweet potatoes. I actually like it's very odd. I like the processed sweet potatoes more than the fresh. Okay. Very odd, but uh, if you put a marshmallow on it, we're gonna fight. So yeah, I hear you. Well, I stay away from the desserts because I hate apple pie and I hate pumpkin pie, and um, that's what we were told. We did desserts, and uh, that's what we brought. Okay, so stayed away, and I don't mind that because then I don't I don't crave uh, sweets, you know, because I can't stand pumpkin. Everybody who knows me knows I hate the pumpkin. No pumpkin. Well, let me tell you, I've not had a drop of chocolate. Enter my no. body in 2023. Mm. Okay. So the Thanksgiving uh, treat was cheesecake. Mm -hmm. So that that is what I indulged with on Thanksgiving was cheesecake. Just the regular New York style cheesecake. That was it. That was that was oh. the requested dessert since I was not having chocolate. Yeah. Any kind of like, I, you know, I, I really haven't had any like cookie, cake, mm. nothing. I mean, the birthday cake, I can't remember. I think. They made a peanut butter thing for my mm. birthday, but that okay. was the extent of the sweetest thing I've had all year. But I did, did replace the alcohol. That band ended. <laughs> you did that. That's okay. We all need a drink. Sweets I've kept in, in check. <laughs> did you host or did you go uh, somewhere? Oh, eat? we're the host. No, we host every we're year. Hosting. Yeah, I see. Well, we, we traveled. This was the first year we were able to travel. Um, and it was it was nice to be with like my whole family. Um, I think this was the first time in probably the last four years because, the la you know, the last four years, my mom wasn't able to, to go anywhere. So um, now we had the opportunity to actually, you know, go and partake. And it was a good time. And I had a couple of cocktails and I enjoyed myself and um, I liked it. So, uh, you Very know, nice. bring on Christmas now. I'm ready. I'm going to decorate, start decorating this week. And um, it's never too early. It's not too early. I already decorated pre-Thanksgiving, so. You're all, oh, you're done. Well, not, all, well all done? not the bottom half, not the area you stayed in. That didn't get decorated yet. We put okay. a tree We put a tree in that area too, but the upstairs main, the uh, the 10-footer the is up. Nice. And, uh, it was up pre-Thanksgiving. Pre all decorated. Everything is, is up. But the dining room is that's the only Thanksgiving room in the house or was the only Thanksgiving room in the house. Right. Right. Well, good for you. Good for you. I'm one of the people who want to get it up kind of early. And then uh, January 2nd, I can't stand looking at it and I need everything <laughs> out of my face. So um, I'm excited for this uh, season, but I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. And today we're going to change it up here on the show. We're going to do something a little different. Um, we're going to do a segment called Ask Me Almost Anything. And I always include the almost because some of you are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and when you're disgusting, I will not read your question because you're nasty and filthy. So um, I always add that almost in there. Most of you are respectful. You know who you are. You nasty asses know who you are. They could be dirty birds. 
They are dirty, dirty birds. Um, but we had a great response. We had a lot of questions. So whatever we can't get to on this show, we'll save it for another show. And, uh, you know, there's always someone new asking me a question about something. So I thought it would be fun to answer um, some. And I haven't, I, I read a couple of them. I haven't gone through everything. Um, so Chad, I'm going to let you do the honors and and pick some questions for me today. And sure. um, hopefully my answers will entertain you. Absolutely. And I have a wild card question that is not on oh. uh, the list that I will save for the end. Oh, is it from you? <laughs> I'm not telling you who it's Are from. Are you the viewer who submitted the wild card? I'm question? not telling you who it's oh, from. Okay. All right. So, I'm saving that for the end. Now, would you like me to read uh, the Twitter handle? who it's from and then uh, yes okay. i think that would be fun to give them a shout out as well so okay. um but uh, i'm gonna give a shout out to dauber 10 before we even start uh dauber 10 you know the answer to that question but uh great seeing you and having dinner with you and um hopefully we'll do it again next year so just wanted to say hi to him before you started very nice dauber 10 dauber right. 10 first yes. up tigers at the aquarium Okay. 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 Oh, you, you're you're really. Where are you? Uh, it, it was the first you one that, from the back. I don't know. It started. It, this is the first one that comes up when I click on your post. It's the first one underneath on my side. Tigers at the aquarium. Where the hell is he? Okay, I'll find it. Okay. Yep. At aquarium tigers. Is there anyone you wish you could have worked with that you didn't get a chance to? Okay. Yes, there are. Um. I cannot find him on the sheet. Where is he? Yeah, I can't find him anywhere. This is weird. Okay. Um, yes, th there is someone. Uh, Sherry Martell. Uh, I've told this story before, and I, I will tell it again. Sherry is one of the reasons why I wanted to get into the business. I loved her work. I loved everything about her. I thought she was like the greatest female uh, in, in the business and, um, just adored her. And when I started training at ECW, she was there and she was working. I don't know if she was working with Shane at the time. This might've been, this was on the tail end because she was actually leaving the company. And when I met her, we got to talk for an extended amount of time in the locker room. And she kept telling me, I can't wait to work with you. And I'm going to grab that long hair and I'm going to whip you around. And I was just looking at her with love in my eyes. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I get to work with Sherry Martell. I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. Then she proceeds to tell me about when she went to Japan and was so drunk. She got so drunk on the airplane and she had to have a match like when she got off the airplane. So she was bombed. I guess when she wrestled or something. And then I got a little scared to work with Sherry. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, she she was a doll. She was a pleasure to speak with. The following week, I go back to the, you know, wherever we were, and she had left. She went to WCW and she was working with Harlem Heat. So I never got the opportunity to work with her. And I was completely heartbroken about it because I really wanted to. So she's the one that got away. It's a bucket list. And I'm surprised too, maybe that not even circling back at some point, you know, no. that's, that's surprising that after WCW, she didn't make a round and that you guys never crossed paths on the Indies afterwards well, is interesting. 
Well, because I don't know when she, I can't, I don't know what year she died. She didn't die till much later. No, she, she, you'd be surprised. I can't remember what year it was. Maybe 2012. Okay. But she was on, no, she went and did the indies again hmm. Um, in the mid 2000s. I mean, she's on WWE TV in 2007 when huh. doing the okay. Shawn yeah, Michaels Kurt Angle feud. Never crossed paths with her. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Mm-mm. Not at a convention, not at a show, assigning nothing. So I, I really re- wanted to. I recall uh, crossing paths with her at a, uh, a signing, and she was wearing the old uh, Shawn Michaels uh, attire. Oh. <laughs> and if you recall, certain part of that Shawn Michaels attire was cut out. Mm. <laughs> Got to see she was wearing of, the chaps. Yes, she was. Got to see a little her. bit of uh, Sherry's keister up and close and in the flesh. <laughs> she was She was beautiful. She was talented. She was just everything a wrestling personality should be. And I just really wanted to work with her and learn from her because I didn't have that female counterpart to take me under their wing. I didn't have anybody like that. That was female. It was just like the boys, you know, and, you know, Shane actually filled that role for me, but I didn't have the female that I really wanted to latch on to. And I was hoping it would have been her, but unfortunately it wasn't. So my answer that's a great answer that's an mm. absolutely great answer yeah what if what if all right how about this one at jimmy rit 33 was there any or was there ever a special stipulation match that genuinely had you concerned um i'm sorry i'm trying he's to got look- a couple put you want me to go through the whole thing he's got a couple he's got a few parts of this so was there ever that's uh, not one here either where are really? these oh that's november 19th that's today isn't it today's the 20th, the 20th but that's all, maybe all right. i'm missing some of these papers i don't know it's not all right how about, i'll just read the whole thing through was oh that's okay ever, read it that's fine was there ever uh, a special stipulation match that genuinely had you concerned was there ever a co-worker that got color and you said to yourself, we need to stop this. I'm really scared for them so it's a two-pronger yeah so the match with um Sabu was it Sabu and Terry Funk? It was the barbed wire match at the arena when he ripped his arm open and just Ooh. just flesh was hanging out and he didn't want stitches. You know, everybody crazy glued back then. And, you know, I, I remember him being in the ring and them having to like pull the barbed wire out of his skin. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, how much farther can you go? Like, it was crazy to see. It was literally like his skin was getting ripped off his bone. You know what I mean? Like, he really needed to go to the hospital. Um, I don't know if he did that night or not, but I, I just remember watching the monitor being in the back and saying to myself, dear God, what is going on? Like, stuff like that is just way too much, you know? But a lot... Uh, Back then, that's a lot of those guys just were busted open and they're bleeding and they're, you know, they're crazy gluing themselves back together or trying to put like a big Band-Aid on it. I'm just like, no, you need medical attention. And we did have medics in the back, but um, a lot of the boys didn't want it, you know. Barbed wire, legit scary because... It was real barbed wire. wire. I mean, I've seen matches where the barbed wire was rubber. It was like fake. I've seen fake barbed wire. We never used that. Like this was all real. You can tell because like their clothes would be 
held on it and you're ripping off the clothes and, and then the skin, it's wrapped into your skin. Um, I was included in one barbed wire match. And I remember saying to myself, how the hell am I going to get in and out of the ring? I'm not humping the ropes <laughs> because it's barbed wire. You know what I mean? I gingerly got in and got out. It was, I was scared to death. Um, but uh, it was crazy. It was just, it was, it was gross. And I remember Fonzie like trying to help him. It, it was, it was a mess. So, but there have been several times where I've seen the guys bleed and I'm just like, man, it's a lot, you know? Hey, if not the torn flesh, think about RIP, the Sandman's classic Zubaz pants got ripped in his uh, classic barbed wire oh. match with Raven. So, I mean, yes, the flesh, pair. but the Zubaz pants, come on. <laughs> Should have got another pair. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Uh, at see you soon, boy. Two wise. See you soon, boy. Mm, I'm going to stop even reading. I can't even find I'm, them. I'm liking the tweets as I go along. All right. Yeah. Like which ones we read. That would That's help. That's what me. I'm doing. Okay? I can't find them on here. Okay. All right. Were you disturbed by the vulgar, vulgar chants at ECW events when they were directed towards you, or did you just take it as part of the show? Oh, my gosh. No. I was never... I was never offended, but I was um, impressed by the creativity. <laughs> and I tried not to put the chance over in a positive way, even though sometimes I would die inside because I just wanted to applaud them and say, well done. Um, I always said, you can call me whatever you want, but don't touch me. So call me the C word, call me a bitch, call me a whore, call me whatever. Um, but don't punch me. Don't spit on me. Don't slap me. Don't pull my hair. Don't touch my clothes. That kind of thing is too far. Um, if I didn't get the chance that I've, uh, that I got, then I wasn't doing my job correctly. And as a heel, you want people to respond to you. And, you know, if I would have went out there and everybody just would have gave me the golf clap and that would have been it. I mean, you know, I would have sucked at my job. So um, to generate the kind of heat that Shane and I had, or even me and um, uh, Just Incredible had, and to um, get those chants, I wear them as a badge of honor. Even though some of them were completely gross and nasty, um, they were well-deserved because my character was a bitch. So I enjoyed them. So thank you to everyone who partook. <laughs> partook in the event and uh and called me names you helped my career any personal favorites mm. <laughs> i mean the she's got herpes is a classic <laughs> clever uh, very clever yeah there were there were so many of them i mean i there, somebody should make a compilation video of just the things that were said to me i do feel like out of every girl uh, in that company, I got it the worst. Oh, hands down. Yeah. I, I really, <laughs> hands down. I really do believe that, but I enjoyed every minute of it. So it was fun. Imagine if there's somebody like across the way that didn't know like the chants that were directed at you and they actually maybe had herpes and they're chanting, she's got herpes. Oh, and they're no. like, Oh geez. How did they know? <laughs> well, you know, there there were some rats back in the day who used to uh come to the shows. So maybe they did take offense to that. Who knows? I don't know. 
Hey, what happens at the travel lodge stays at the travel lodge. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> or just gets review revealed on a shoot interview. That's years. right. <laughs> 20 years later, everybody knows about it. Oh, man. All right. How, how about this one? At D-A-J-N-X. He, would, okay. he or she, whoever this uh, account would like to know. Did you ever pitch ideas, matches, gimmicks, team-ups? Is there anything that we may not know that you had a hand in making it happen? Oh, um, Paul was very receptive to um, talent giving ideas to him. He didn't always use them, but he would listen. Uh, I remember... I've said this story before. I remember one night he was sitting there. I don't, I, we might've been in New York, maybe Buffalo. I can't remember, but I remember he was sitting, we were all, it was a really big locker room. He was sitting at the table and he looked very perplexed. And I, what I walked over to him. I said, are you okay? What's going on? And he was just like, man, he goes, I want something for Anthony Duranty, Pitbull number two. He said, and I can't, I can't think of anything for him to do tonight. And I said, hmm. And then I looked across the room and I saw Chris Chetty. And Chris Chetty was known as the rookie Chris Chetty back then. And a light bulb went off in my head. And I go, Paul, I go, do you want Anthony to go over or do you want him to lose? And he goes, I think he needs to lose. And I said, put him against Chris Chetty. Let Chris Chetty go over. And then Chris Chetty can drop the rookie from his name. And Paul's face lit up like a Christmas tree. And he was like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm using that. And he wrote it down on the piece of paper. And that's how Chris Chetty dropped the rookie. And I was proud of that. There you go. <laughs> it just, I looked at him across the room and it was like, oh, like he, he, he lit up like, you know, like when Jesus lights up, Chris had that light around him. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause this elevates Chris. And I think the Pipples were on their way out anyway. And, you know, he was trying to transition everything. Um, so that's the one idea that I remember him using. But, like, I would always, like, pitch, especially if if we're sitting going over a match. And I'd say, hey, I got this move I want to try later. Can I try this? And it's like you would either go to the ring and try it out on the guy that you want to work with. Or you would do it cold in, you know just in the ring when you're working. Um, but the guys, again, they, they couldn't have been more fair with the way they used the girls. Um, always let us shine, always incorporated spots for us. Um, so I'm sure I pitched a bunch of stuff. And, and again, not everything was accepted, but it was always heard. And I appreciate that because some guys don't even want to put girls over or listen to any ideas. And that wasn't the way it was in ECW. But you're always thinking, right? I mean, you're always, always. coming up with ideas, always. not necessarily for others, but you know, what if one of the guys comes up to you and says, you know, ah, I just, I need, I'm stale. I, I need an idea. Do you have anything that maybe I could use tonight? Like, did anybody ever do that with you? If, if we were all sitting like in a circle, like say there's like four of us in the match, two guys, two managers, and you would hear the guys going over and, and him saying, well, what spot do we need next? Anybody have any ideas? And I would say, oh, why don't you do this? And sometimes they, oh, that works. Or sometimes, well, that doesn't work because of this. And then they'd explain why it didn't. Oh, right. You're right on that. Okay. So again, listen to the ideas. Sometimes it would, you know, see the light of day and other times they would tell you, 
doesn't work because of this reason. And that's how you learn psychology. That's how you learn how to put together a match. Um, I always sat there and listened from top to bottom because I was curious and I, I wanted to learn everything I could. And, um, you know, I think it helped me. Uh, it helped me be a better performer. And again, I'm grateful to all the guys that I did work with because they always let me shine. Yeah, great. How about then when you booked afterwards? So I think, would that have been WEW, your first yeah. time booking? Yeah, so I, I booked for the women's company. Um, and uh, <laughs> when I booked for them, I tried to make it more legit and not so much of a, I hate to say a joke because we had really good, female workers there but sometimes that company was overshadowed by the porn <laughs> that was you know placed in the middle of certain segments and you know i i just wanted us to be respected as a women's wrestling federation and so i was trying to book things that angles can carry over not just we'll put these two together and then on the next pay-per-view there's no story attached you know like i wanted things to continue so that's the way i tried the book there like long long term um instead of just for the moment and i remember steve carroll who some people would know as the money guy for ecw um he was our pay-per-view man he called the shots with pay-per-view he was also the pay-per-view guy for w EW. And um, I'll never forget, he said something crazy to me, like, uh, if you mess this up, I'll stab you or something like that. And I said, what? <laughs> and I was like, are you what? I said, did, did anyone hear what Steve just said to me? And because um, I, I worked, I believe I, I maybe refereed that match. But then I like after the first match, I ran up and I had the headset on and I was telling people to come in and out and um, totally different experience than just being talent. And then when the show was over, Steve came up to me and he said, you did good. And then he walked away. And, I, and for him to like admit that, that's a big deal. Because Steve doesn't really give compliments. <laughs> so I took that as I hit a home run. And I was like, well, thank you, you know. Um, but yeah, and booking for women is a little different too. Um, you know, there's a different aspect in booking an all-women's uh, pay-per-view. Especially when you have porn stars that don't know what they're doing and they need to be incorporated into the show. So, um, all fun, all good time. You know, I made the best of it and I'm telling you besides ECW, that's one of my favorite companies I ever worked for was WEW. And if you haven't checked it out, go back and look because, uh, it's a hoot. We haven't done it in a while. We haven't we have to do a watch along WEW in a long time. Yeah, we it's have to do a watch along. It's a fun, fun take on uh on uh, women's professional wrestling so all right that's, yeah that's that's a great answer great great question great answer all right how about at the nature boy one Woo! whose name is seth rolanes f-r-o-l-e-i-n-s okay. oh close okay. relation i guess to uh rollins rolanes when Francine became big, was the character always going to run with Shane or were other performers mentioned for Francine? Triple Threat uh, was so dynamic and great, no other faction would have worked. So, obviously, I started with Stevie Richards, um, the plan in the crowd. Um, Shane had, I think, 
was he even in the company when I started? I don't think he was even back yet. When, um, you, when did you when did you go on TV? 93 is when I started training. 94 is when I When did you debut with Stevie? On TV 95. What what month? I don't know. You don't remember? No. So he he leaves in around May 95. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, it might have been like literally two ships passing in the night. I don't, uh, but I did see, I did house shows for a year and a half before I debuted for television. Right. And I don't remember Shane ever being in the back. I don't, I didn't meet Shane until I was with Anthony. So and I have photos of a house show in some one of the towns in PA. And it's when you're still in the crowd and he's the champion on the show. So at some point you definitely passed, mm. but I mean, well, again, we didn't talk 30 we years didn't... ago. Yeah. He didn't talk to me until he's a champion. <laughs> Come on. You're just oh, in the I'm crowd. You're the champion. He, he didn't see all this yet. You know, he had to <laughs> warm up to me a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know what Paul's vision was for me initially. Like I, I know he told me once I went with the pit bulls, it wasn't going to be long-term. And then Shane was back into the company. So maybe he knew, but he kept that a secret from me until like almost the very end. And I told the story before about Brian Lee pitching to have me be his valet or his manager. And I'm like, yeah, I go from the vinyl to chaps. Like, when am I going to be a lady? <laughs> like, I want to wear cute clothes. You know what I mean? Um, and I love Brian. I wish we could get him on the show. We need to find him by the way, he's, he's, out out, there. he's out there. Yeah, he's, he's out, out there. there. We need to find him. Um, but I, I really don't know, uh, what Paul was thinking until like, right. Uh, maybe a week or so before that table spot happened. Um, that's when he called me and we had a really long conversation about where my character was going. And I feel like if Shane, would have stayed with the company we would have just stayed together for the duration i i don't i honestly don't see me breaking away from him or turning on him because the dynamic between us was so strong um and again like sometimes change is good but if it ain't broke you don't fix it so we were a couple on screen for like three and a half years and that's when he left and went you know to wcw so um, who knows? Who knows what could have been if he stayed? I mean, things could have been totally different. Um, I, I, I really don't know. I was sad when he left because it was it was such a good partnership, you know, and now 30 years later, he's still around, <laughs> kind of, sort of. So it still worked out for the best. Yeah, I mean, it was cool when you would, you know, be with Candido when he would be in singles, you know, oh, I yeah. guess to an extent too, you know, Brian Lee is a singles. It'd be cool. You'd be with Brian Lee. So as a manager, it would be cool if they are in singles action, you be in their corner as opposed to being exclusive to Shane. Yeah. And, and for Bam Bam as well. I, I walked yeah, Bam 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 too, right. like Chris Candida would always come to me and say, listen, would you work with me tonight? You know, Tammy's not here. And he would say, would you do this spot with me like Tammy does it? And I'm like, whatever you want, Chris. Like, we're a team. Like, if you want me to come out with you, I'll come out with you. And then we would just say to Paul, is it okay if I go out with him? Yeah, go ahead, whatever. I was just afraid that people would get sick of me. 
oh, here she comes again. Like there's three guys. Let's have her out here again. You no, know well, that I mean? helps the manager side, you know, of your career, you know, when you're spread throughout the different well, yeah, people. I know, I mean, that's that's my, what's cool about it. I just didn't want to oversaturate the market with myself. Yeah, I get like, it. There right. was one night and I think it was at the arena. We, Shane and I, we went to the ring five times oh, in one night. And I kept telling him like people, they hate us, but now they're sick of us. And he would go, oh, I know. I'm sick of us, too. It's like every time you, like somebody's music would hit and then our music would hit. And here we oh come again. Oh, my God. There was five different times. Full and entrance I'm, and everything? Yeah, I think so. Oh, or or yeah. maybe we walked out during a promo, but we went out there five times to the ring in one night. And I was just like, this is just overkill. Like, I hate myself. <laughs> it's so annoying. You know what I mean? But. I don't know. Paul said it, it, it needed to be done. So we did it. Yeah, that's, uh, I would, I definitely would have liked to have seen the Brian Lee partnership. Maybe and see how that would have worked. Cause that's, it is such like a, and I, that's intriguing, but I mean, you and Candido were great. I, I think that's yeah. an awesome partnership too. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot more where they could have branched you off within the triple threat as just, singles where the triple threat members didn't get involved. It was just you and X more often. Working with different people helps your character grow and you get to do different things with different men. Um, you know, when I worked with Shane, it was a little more serious than working with Chris Candido. Chris Candido, he's one of the guys that would never want to call a match in the back. He always wanted to call it in the ring. And I always used to say to him, what's my spot? And he'd go, I'll tell you out there. So I would literally go out there blind, not knowing what he wanted me to do. And like in the middle of the match, he would say, hey, Francine, go get me a chair. Okay. So I would go and I would get him a chair. Or, hey, Francine, we need a table. Tell me what corner the table's in. I'd look, you'd see me looking under the, oh, it's over here. Okay. You want me to pull it out? Okay. He would tell me as we went along, because that's how Chris worked. Shane, on the other hand, we went over things and we sat in the back and we would talk about it and discuss it. And everybody works differently. Um, I liked Chris's way because I didn't have to remember anything and it was just spontaneous. And I was never really on edge because I'm like, well, I don't have anything to forget. I'm just going to go out there and have a good time and listen. And when he tells me to do something, I'll do something um, with Shane enjoyed everything but i needed to know what was coming up i needed to be two steps ahead so i would always like sit and listen to everything that way if shane needed something and he couldn't get to it oh i know this spot he needs this chair i'm gonna go get him a chair i wanted to remember as much as i could about everything because if you know sometimes the guys need help and i was there to help excellent yeah that's awesome we help each other. It's very nice. Still to <laughs> so this day. Nice. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, Bloody Kisses 8583, which is at John Bra 12302369. Bloody Kisses. Okay. Bloody kisses. Uh, what, uh, what you consider your greatest accomplishment or achievement in your career? Hashtag triple threat. In my career? Um, well, there have been a lot of good moments, but I, I always go back to that first night uh, at the pay-per-view. Barely legal 97. It 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 stands out in my mind because it's something that I think as a whole we never thought we would achieve. You always hear stories about ECW. We were the little engine that could, right? We were the land of misfit toys. Nobody wanted us. Um Paul took a bunch of guys, talented guys nonetheless, but a bunch of guys. And made us superstars. A lot of us were homegrown. You know, most of the people that came in and out didn't stay very long. They already were established and they wanted greener pastures. They wanted more money. Um, So a lot of us were younger, hungrier. um, And we, when we got on we the syndicated channels, you know, uh, Sports Channel Philadelphia and all these syndicated channels, we felt like we really accomplished something but then we're told we're going on pay-per-view and that's something that it within a two-year span because for me because i started on tv in 95 by 1997 here we are doing barely legal and it was just mind-blowing and if you watch beyond the mad and you see paul giving that passionate speech on the staircase like I'm literally in tears standing there listening to him because, and I can get, I'm getting goosebumps like right now, like it was yesterday. I can remember it vividly. Everybody standing there and Paul telling us we all deserve this. We all deserve to be here. It was such a monumental moment for the company. And 
it's something that I'll never forget. I never take it for granted. Um, I feel like today it's much easier to get on pay-per-view because, um, you know, people consider pay-per-view like, I don't know, like if you're streaming on online or like it, 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 I think it meant more back in the day. It was more of an achievement. I feel like everybody's on pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And now that there's not even just traditional pay-per-view, it's the blah, blah, blah. Like stream, like streaming networks. And it's, it's an easier market to get one. Yeah. But I feel like we had to like claw and scratch to get our position. And it was just something that we were all so proud of. And we all look back fondly on. So for me, like, I think my favorite, besides the table spot, because that elevated me to another level, but I think Barely Legal, even though uh, Shane and Anthony's match wasn't what they wanted, it was still such a monumental night for the company as a whole. And I'll never, ever forget the vibe in that locker room. We were all ecstatic to be there. You were on, you were off, then you guys were losing it completely, then you got the deal, and it was like, then you were getting, what affiliate was going to pick you up? It was such, I couldn't, can't imagine what you guys were feeling because you didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring because you were either too hot for TV or you weren't. And I don't think we knew any better back then either. It was kind of like, oh, something's cool is happening. Oh, great. Oh, we didn't get that. Well, that's okay because we didn't have it anyway. Oh, but this is happening. Okay, great. We're going to get this now. My boss has to go out in the ring and tell people to write letters to uh, cable companies to say, hey, we want our wrestling show yeah. to go on uh, pay-per-view. It's like, can you imagine that now? <laughs> I know? feel, yeah, I feel like the biggest letdown was the TNN deal, you know, because like we, everybody's like, oh, TNN, national TV, that was our demise. But by then we were all smart enough to know this isn't going to work. You know, when barely legal hit, I feel like we were just like, we had stars in our eyes and we were like, okay, we're on pay-per-view now. Things are just going to fall into place and we're just going to keep going up and up and up the ladder. Right. Um, and then when you get to the top of that ladder and you get pushed off, what do you do? So unfortunately, you know, that was the beginning of the end for us, but you know, no one can ever take away barely legal. Ah, this is a good question. I like this one. Uh, Corey Hummel at Corey Michael Hum is the name. What has been best rewarding about the podcast eyes up here to you? Oh, working with you, Chad. That's the the most monumental thing I could have ever accomplished. I would answer the same thing. (laughs) Working with yourself. That's right. No. Okay. (laughs) Um, I feel like, you know, in the beginning, I did not want to do this. And I, you remember our initial conversation. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this because everybody does a wrestling podcast. And w- what's going to make me stand out or make me different? Um, but I'm glad that we did it. And, you know, four years have gone by. And I have picked up new fans who weren't privy to ECW through this outlet. You know what I mean? And and so it's like, you never know who's listening. And a younger generation has found me through podcasting. So I think that's one of the, um, the better things that has happened from this is we've gotten new fans. 
and they listen to the podcast and they go over and they watch our YouTube videos. They go and they watch old ECW stuff. They want to come see us at a show or a convention. It generates, you know, a whole new, um, I don't know, a whole new demographic, I suppose, because you're getting 20 year olds that come up to the table now and I could be your mother. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. And it creates co a content that just like your wrestling career, people can go back and enjoy for years and years. Yeah, and like, like when we talk about things from the past or we do watch alongs or whatever, and they're seeing it through my eyes for the first time, um, you know, not living it when it happened. I think that's kind of cool. You know, it's like when I go back and I listen to like some Beatles albums that I didn't know existed back then you know i i wasn't around when the beatles were hot but i can enjoy them now so it's the same thing so it just gives me another platform to uh, i guess sell my brand to and um i don't know put myself out there and i i just appreciate everybody giving us a chance and listening to the show well, and thanks. it's fun. It's 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 fun to do this. I no, nothing's better than when you're at a convention and somebody comes up to you and they say, "I love your podcast. It's so fun." You know, I love listening to you when I'm in the car driving, or I love watching your YouTube channel, or whatever they say. It just makes you think to yourself, "Man, it's worth it. It's worth all the hard work that you put into you know doing this kind of thing." So I appreciate everyone, and and I'm so glad that you're listening makes me happy second that yeah absolutely all right how about this one james 21999 wants to know if you could change any booking decisions yours or anyone else's what would it be wow i would change the tnn deal does that count as a booking? That's, I mean, look, consistency is key. You have been, that is one thing in all the years we've been doing this show that you have vehemently panned is the TNN deal. The, yeah, I, I would change, I would change the TNN deal. I wouldn't have taken that. I would have held off for something better. And also I would have, um, if I had to say, I would have changed the fake EC dub. And made it more authentic to the original ECW and not had the nonsense that went on. <laughs> I mean, just let's call a spade a spade here. It was not ECW. It didn't reflect ECW. You might have seen some familiar faces, but you can't polish a turd and make it look like a diamond. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Just, you know. There could have been a, mar a happy marriage between their vision and the original. There could have been their, the original with the spin that they, they needed to put. The biggest mistake that they, I think they made outside of the zombie being in the first segment of the original of the first uh, new reboot was that they didn't go to the arena for the first show. That was a huge, huge mistake. Yeah, we went for a, a house show. Right. And I worked that house show, uh, but we didn't, yeah, we, we didn't film there for television. So I don't know. I think that was a missed opportunity. I yeah. think it could have been done so much more 
just authentic to the original brand. Um, and I, you know, my pitch that, that I got to get me to sign my contract, none of it happened. Not one thing that I was told happened. So, uh, you know, I felt like a little betrayed. Um, but again, it was my last big run, made a little bit of money, made some good friends from it. And life goes on. If you don't take a chance, you don't know what's going to happen. So you always have to take that chance. Uh, Abba, take a chance. Take a chance <laughs> take on a me. Chance, take a chance yeah. on me. Right. Because you don't know. Could have been wonderful. Wasn't, but it could have been. <laughs> so the Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, please. Okay. A couple more here. How about uh, at TJ Frazier 6317. What would be the perfect, quote, happily ever after for you, professionally or personally? Or excuse me, professionally and personally. Well, personally, I have it. I have my two children. I have my husband. I am happily married and, and motherhood is all I ever wanted. So that's my happily ever after. Um, professionally, I, I feel like... I feel like I've done everything that I set out to do in this business. Um, I, I'm not the type who wants to make a comeback. I don't want to be on TV anymore. I don't want that final run. Um, I am perfectly okay with the uh, conventions that I do, the indie shots that I take. I work when I want. And if I don't want to work, I stay home. And I have a great home life. I'm with my kids. I'm with my husband. I can't ask for anything better. I make my own schedule. I have a great podcast. I have a YouTube channel that we work on. I mean, I get to do a lot of things from home, which is great because then I don't have to leave my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like everything has aligned for me. And especially now with us being on iHeart, I feel like things are finally starting to take place and go in the right direction for my brand. And I'm happy with my life the way it is. So my happily ever after has happened. And now I'm just enjoying the ride. There's nothing else I can ask for. What, what more do I need? You got it. Ride, yeah, that, ride that wave. Just ride the wave. Just, like health. Health is the thing I pray for, for myself and for my family and friends. I pray for health because you can have all the money in the world, but if you're not healthy, that money doesn't mean anything. So, well, we have a question about that. And that is at uh, Magnum Rules. How are you feeling? I'm not trying to make it on the show or anything, which you did. I made but it. I listen and you mentioned taking a lot of tests and your stomach being. Uh, scared internally, but I think they meant scarred. scarred. Or maybe I read it wrong. Oh, and by the way, women are stronger than men. Hands, hands down, I could never, would never fathom giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> that no takes, man. that's our argument from uh, like, a few weeks back. <laughs> no man would ever fathom giving birth. Um, yeah, I, you know, I still have a lot of tests to go before the end of the year. Um, Got to take care of these kidney stones. We have to take care of uh, my GI problem. Um, I have uh, x-rays coming up, an ultrasound coming up, um, my colonoscopy, my endoscopy, like all these things are coming up. So uh, if you are 
one who prays or sends good vibes, just send them to me because hopefully everything will be good. And then I don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. But, um, you know, the, the pain in my stomach, they, no one knows where it comes from. And that's annoying. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping they find something to fix it. Because if they don't find anything, like, why am I in pain all the time? I don't know. Yeah. But, that's, that's and, you know, terrible. fingers crossed, praying. I went to church uh, a couple of days ago and I was like, please, God, just l- let me find what's wrong with my stomach so I can just live a, a normal life. And I love food, man. I love food. I love eating food. I love smelling food. I love looking at food like I'm a foodie. And when you're a foodie and you can't eat food, <laughs> that's like the worst thing in the world. You know, like the yeah. pizza that we ate at your house killed me. Ugh. It killed me when I went to bed and I was up all night because my stomach hurt. My stomach should not hurt from eating food. So, but thank you for the question and just send me uh send me good thoughts. And we'll get thoughts. this taken care of. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. One like, one, one share, one prayer. <laughs> Ever see <laughs> that? Yes. <laughs> oh, <God. clears throat> Excuse me. All right. How about at, at real... Polly Ryder, which is your favorite Care Bear? Care Bear? Oh Care my bear. god. I don't Care Bears? Care Bear Stare? Come on. Yeah. Uh oh, I don't know. Um You got Friendship Bear, you got uh Grumpy Bear, you got uh Love Bear. Lionheart Bear. You, there's oh, a lot I don't of bears. Even know what the, I, I know what they are, but I don't know their names. I know they have stuff on their bellies, right? Oh, like they, got a heart, a star, they got hearts. They got rainbows. Little, now, don't get them confused with Lucky Charms, but they got rainbows and little. No, I know what Care Bears are. I don't know. Um, is there one that's grumpy? He's angry. I mean, yeah, I guess grumpy would be. I'll say I, him because I'll okay. hug him and make him feel better. All right. Yeah, I don't know. They're cute, but I don't. I don't differentiate which one's which. I'm sorry. Uh, at Amy Serenity, what's your favorite romantic movie? Oh my God, Romeo and Juliet from 1968. Oh, Love really? It. Oh my God. Oh, I have watched <laughs> I have watched that movie a hundred times and I've cried a hundred times. I love it so much. I love it. I love it. I love it. Have you seen it? Yes, I had to watch it in school. Oh, it was uh I wanna say like seventh or eighth grade, but oh. it was also around the time that the remake came out. In 95, 96? Yeah. What? Oh, my God. What a snooze fest. Well, I didn't like... I, it, I didn't love the remake of it. No, but I thought the, the remake sucked, too. The original. I, as soon as the narrator starts talking, I just start crying because I know. It, the acting was beautiful. For fi- a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old to act that brilliantly blew my mind. They're babies. And they're they're portraying this love story like they've been acting for 40 years. Like the, it was brilliantly done. It's a beautiful play. And I could watch it a hundred more times. I love it. Okay. Last one I'm gonna take from Twitter before I get to the mystery one. It's another short one. Uh at Dana McG93, favorite color. Green. Really? Green. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know that. I love green. So you want me to change the background to green? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do green on the green screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wear, or or I can't wear green on a green screen because I'll disappear completely. Ah, 
was I was not aware of that. All right. So this question was submitted by uh, the Chadster in Virginia. <laughs> He's a loser. What a schmuck at schmuck12345.com. <laughs> the schmuck of the week brought to you by the Chadster. Okay. Uh, I have a question regarding a, a photo that I'm going to bring up. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it? I, I need to. I need to know the origin of said photo. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. Please let me know the story behind this photo. (laughs) Okay. So for those listening on iHeartRadio, I just brought up a photo of, I'm going to think this is, is this Big Show era? Uh, Paul White. Paul White. Oh, I don't cradling Francine, and uh, you know, like he's gonna toss her you know, across the room or something. I don't know if this is. Uh, this might be WCW. This is pre- That's White. what I'm saying. Is this the giant Paul White? Giant. I think it was the yeah. So I did a convention somewhere. I was in ECW still. So this is the 90s, and they sent me to do a convention. And I remember I'm sitting at the table, and this guy walks up to me, and he says. Um, Paul White wants to meet you. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, Paul White wants to meet you. And I go, okay. And he goes, well, you you need to come in this room. And I'm like, what? So I had, I think I had a line or something. I was like, well, let me finish signing. And when I take a break, you know, if you want to come back and walk me over there. And so this guy comes back and he takes me into this room And there's Paul standing there and a million photographers come running into the room and Paul just comes right over, picks me up and everybody starts taking pictures. (laughs) It was the most, one of the most awkward moments ever. And I was just like, well, nice to meet you. And I think we shook hands. I don't even remember having a conversation with him. And then I like, I went back to my table and that was that. It was very bizarre, very weird. I don't even know how it came to be, but I was summoned into this room by Paul White. Well, there you go. So there you go. There's my question I, on the origin. I was in thing. there for like five minutes. What a random! Like, what I, I, I so saw weird. that I was like, I've had that in my photo roll for like a month. <laughs> Keep, I, I've been saving it, and when I saw this show pop up, I said, "Well, now I got the perfect time." That's so funny. Yeah, that every once in a while somebody will post that on my Twitter. I'm like, here it is again. It's either Paul or Luger, <laughs> one or the other. That is so. Uh, that's so random. So WCW yeah. the Giant meets ECW's friend. What a crossover! A meeting of the two companies. Yeah, but that's I, big I, news I was, back then. I was summoned into the room. It was like you need to take her into this room, and I was like, and, and then what? It was like weird. As soon as I walked into the room, it was like a press conference and all these cameras were at. And I was like, I don't know what's happening now. And he just scooped me up and it was the most awkward thing. And I'm just like, ta-da, okay, see you later. Yeah, it was weird. Would uh, would you like me to retweet your tweet and let the folks know who we answered the questions of that their questions have been answered so they can listen back? Well, no, because I want everybody to listen. Okay, so I'll retweet your tweet to say, listen to see whose questions were answered, even yeah. though I liked all the tweets that I answered the, that I asked the question. They're not going <laughs> to. Maybe they won't look that far into no, it. No, they won't, but yeah. 
But uh, no, great questions. And we have a ton that we can uh, go back to. We'll do this again. I love these. I absolutely <laughs> love these. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Well, they make and my life you. easier for YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for everyone who submitted um, a question. And we'll we'll do it again. But we still have some that we didn't get to. So we'll finish this off. And then we'll do a second round. It was fun. Nice. All right. Well, where can people uh, find you, Chad? Oh, you know. Okay. Where can people find you? And then I want to plug my uh, my gimmick. Sure. Yep. Yep. Find me uh, on Twitter at Chad EMB on Instagram at IB Exclusives. You can catch me every here every week here on Eyes Up Here, as well as on the Queen of Extremes YouTube. But she'll give all that information here uh, very very shortly, and uh, we will uh, catch you next time when I'm back on Eyes Up Here, very very soon next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And on December second. I want to plug Blizzard Brawl. Uh, it'll be myself, Shane Douglas, and Fonzie, Bill Alfonso. We'll be there signing autographs. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Um, I'm being uh, taken there by uh, Scott Hewlett. So, Scott, thank you for booking us. And uh, looking forward to it. All the info is on my Twitter for it. So, if you're in the Wisconsin area, um, I think it's close to Milwaukee. I'm not sure how close, um, but come on out and see us. It's going to be a good time. If you haven't, oh, there's there's the poster. Yeah, it's Waukesha. Waukesha. Yes. So um, the show starts at 7, but there'll be a uh, meet and greet during the day, and Shane and I and Fonzie will be on that meet and greet. So we would love for you to come and say hey. And, um, you know, looking forward to seeing everybody there. There's that handsome Bill Alfonso, who I love so much. Uh, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Go to the search bar, type in ECW Diva Francine with an exclamation point. Um, we're close to 9,000 subscribers. We want to get to 10. So let's uh, let's subscribe. It's free. Tell your friends. If you see me tweet about it, please RT and help us spread the word. And uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at ECW Diva Francine. Hope everybody has a great day and remember to make someone smile. Take care. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.